doing it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Well, let's jump over to Isaiah 11, and I'll share a few things. We're going to pray for the sick tonight. I uh, just want to kind of get your, get your heart ready, get the word into you, get you ready to receive. Can you say yes? Yes. Praise God. All right, so Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1. There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. You have to understand that when it was time for the Lord to be born, this looked like a prophecy that would be very, very hard to have fulfilled because, you know, the Romans were pretty much ruling uh, the land that we know as Israel. And this whole thing of a Davidic king and a Messiah coming forth, it's just like how in the world can it? Uh, so this tree that used to be this great promise, it seems like there's nothing left of it but a stump. Okay? But nevertheless, out of that cut-off tree and nothing but a stump, a branch is going to grow out, and the Messiah still will come forth at the right time. And we all know that he did, didn't he? Yeah. Okay? So verse 2, you get into what's basically the theologians call the seven spirits of the Lord. Uh, and we all know there's just only one Holy Spirit, but he comes forth in primarily seven different attributes. And you see them listed right here. There's seven of them. And just think of the Jewish menorah. Okay, It's one candlestick. But you've got seven different lamps burning on it, correct? Yeah. So in the center, you have the Spirit of the Lord. That's the center shaft. And then you've got the other uh, representations of the Holy Spirit as well. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. So the Holy Spirit was heavy on Jesus, wasn't he? Yeah. Jesus was filled with the Spirit without measure. And the Holy Spirit is in you, but the Holy Spirit can also come up on you in varying degrees. Yeah. And you can increase that anointing. Uh, unfortunately, we can also decrease it by doing certain things. But we want to focus on the positive and increasing that anointing and walking in it just as much as we can. So the Spirit of the Lord was certainly on Jesus. And then you have the Spirit of Wisdom. And the Spirit of Wisdom leads off first. It's so important because without wisdom, we're never going to make right decisions in life. Uh, I think one of the best things about the spirit of wisdom is that when it comes on you, you just start making right choices over and over. Yeah. You start making right decisions. I need to tell you right now that, that some of your money problems that some of you may be facing, it's really your decisions. Yeah. Your decisions actually decide your wealth. Yeah. No, 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 it doesn't, Pastor Stephen. My employer does. No, your employer didn't tell you to go out there and run that credit card up. Okay, so decisions, your decisions decide well, and the more of the wisdom of God you have, the better decisions you make over and over and over again. So that's what's encouraging is that, you know, you begin to walk in this, and instead of making wrong exits, you start making right decisions, and everything sometimes just starts clearing up by itself, because why? The spirit of wisdom. So you have the spirit of wisdom and understanding, you have the spirit of counsel and might, you have the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit, of course, of the fear of the Lord. Count them all up. Those are the seven spirits of the Lord. And they're all amazing. They're all beautiful. They all have their distinct attributes. And I could teach you, you know, for quite some time on, on each one. But I want to get to something in verse 3. Now it says about Jesus, his delight is in the fear of the Lord. And then it goes on to say, he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor the sight by the hearing of his ears. But his delight is in the fear of the Lord. So the, the spirit of the fear of the Lord is very beautiful, uh, holy reverence towards God. Yeah. Uh, the beginning of wisdom is very much associated with the fear of the Lord, which is to hate evil, hate sin, and you know try to stay away from those things and live for God. So the spirit of the fear of the Lord was all of the Lord, 
And Jesus delighted in that. But you know what? In, in the Hebrew, if you were to read this in the Hebrew, do you see the word delight? If you have, that's New King James Version. If you have maybe like the old King James Version, it actually says quick understanding. He shall be made of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. Okay? So either translation you go with, whether you go with delight or quick understanding, it all means one thing. It means to smell by breathing in and out of your nose. Isn't that weird? Isn't that amazing? Jesus was made of quick understanding. How? By what he could smell. That's what it means, literally. You can look it up later. It means to breathe and smell in and out through your nose. And through what you're smelling with your nose, you can make rapid decisions. You don't even have to judge by what you see. You don't even have to judge by what you hear. You can judge it literally by the way it smells. Wow. And that supernatural ability to smell is closely linked to the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And when it smells bad, you're like, I don't want anything to do with it. Right. And others might be like, oh, this is the greatest thing. Not in the nostrils of God, it's not. Right. And that, that's, that's why getting into the glory realm is very, very important. You know, even in the Catholic Church, throughout the past centuries, when they have had certain doctrines that the leaders could not settle on, one group says this, one group says that. It's like the Pharisees and Sadducees, right? They had differences in doctrine. What the Catholic Church would do sometimes is call their leading theologians in behind closed doors, present both sides of their arguments and case, and you know how they would decide it? On fragrance. Which one smells like truth? Then you get you get in the spirit one time, you can solve a lot of life's questions. Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, we still need to study. We need to get into the Word. We need to have good teaching. But some things, even in Pentecostal circles, even in evangelical circles, you still have differences. You know, especially like getting into eschatology, end time events. You know, we're going before, the rapture is before the Antichrist ever shows up. Oh, no, the, the rapture is after uh, mid-trib. Oh, no, it's post-trib. And we've got all these different things going on. Get in the spirit one time, you'll know which one it is. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Now, 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 others may not be able to get in the spirit, so they'll just go back and forth. But at least you can know. Yeah. At least in your heart, it's settled. Right. Because yeah. what how? Supernatural witness by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Woo! Right. Hallelujah. And I've had the Lord do it in my life only in a couple things that, is it this or that? And Lord, both sides have really good points. Funk got in the spirit one time and I could smell. I said, oh my Lord, the fragrance was all over the truth. The beautiful fragrance was all over the truth. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So this is something that the Lord operated in, the spirit of the fear of the Lord coming on him. And he would delight through what he could smell. Why? He knows what God's will is. And he, he, could, he could discern that, pick that up, and make decisions based upon that. Make right judgments based upon that. Woo! Thank you, Lord Jesus. In other words, also King James Version, he was made of quick understanding. You smell it. You smell it. Praise God. Look at your neighbor and tell him your nose knows. Your nose knows. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. You wake up tomorrow morning, you want cereal. You open the refrigerator door, you grab the milk. Well, wait a minute. It's expired. I wonder if it's still good. Oh, right. Did you hold the milk carton up to your ear and listen to find out? Mm, it sounds a little bit chunky in there. Mm. But no, maybe it's buttermilk, so maybe it's supposed to be like that. Mm. Do you look at it? Well, that could help. But what do you do? You just take the lid off. You smell it. Right? And now you know. Now you know. You're judging by what you smell. Praise God. It's interesting. Mm. I walked into the supermarket um, 
some time back, a supermarket I don't normally shop at. And when I walked in, I'm, I'm talking, I walked in at the very front of the door. The moment Kelly and I walked into the supermarket, we could smell the fish way back in the back in the seafood section. You could smell the smell of old fish. This is some fish that had been sitting there too long. And you could smell it like, like maybe 100 feet away. Yeah. I said, boy, I'm not shopping at the seafood section today. <laughs> Why? My nose says that's not fresh. Somebody else can eat it if they want, but that, that fish is not fresh. So your nose knows certain things. The Holy Spirit sharing certain things with you. Yeah. Uh, you know, I taught this message one time, and uh, le later a lady emailed me and said, said, Pastor Stephen, thank you for your teaching. She said, I went to a conference. I wasn't familiar with the speaker. Somebody invited me to go. And, you know, this man of God, so-called man of God, started uh, standing up and started speaking some really weird stuff. I had never heard this stuff before. And um, and this, this smell came forth of like, like, like dirty, stinky socks. Just a real nasty, repulsive smell. I said, what was he teaching about? Oh, he, she said, he was teaching on UFOs and flying saucers and Jesus getting caught up in a UFO. I, I said, oh, that's crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. So that's the Holy Spirit protecting you. That's the Holy Spirit leading you and showing you something's very, very dangerous. Be, be on your alert here. Yeah. Mm, glory to God. God will help you with these things. I was in a meeting one time overseas and... Uh, there was a guest speaker that was invited to speak along with me. I had never met this person before. But the guest speaker um, began to do some things that the host told us, don't, don't do this. That, I'll be honest. The host said, don't take your own offering. I'm like, well, that's fine with me. He said, I'll take it for you. I said, that's totally cool. And so uh, this other minister got up and... Um, and the moment the person got up and started talking, the fragrance of a skunk just started to get emitted. And Kelly caught it too. And she looked at me and she said, I smell a skunk. I said, I smell one too. Something not good is about to happen. And that person got up and through certain types of manipulation and um, how can I say it? There was mixture. And that's the danger. A true prophetic gifting, but mixed with leaning into the occult. Yeah. And a lot of people in the American church can't catch it. Sometimes, well, in certain countries, they can catch it real quick. They have more exposure to the evil side of the supernatural. Uh, but the people in the meeting didn't catch it. But it, the, the host did, and it really upset him. And, and I caught it. And, I, you know, when I saw it going on, I, I left. I kind of just low profile left. But it, it was not good. It, ca it caused a lot of problems in the meeting. And, you know, behind the scenes, the host told me, he said, I'm never going to have that person back. <laughs> yeah. I can't trust that person. Yeah. And, um, but, yeah, but see, the Holy Spirit will tell you something's not right. right. Or something is right, lean into it. Okay, lean into it. Okay, so many times when I'm ministering, people don't know it, but I'm picking things up in the Spirit through what I'm smelling. And I can stand in front of people and start ministering. They don't know what I'm picking up, but I'm picking up things. And so I'm ministering according to what the Holy Spirit's showing me. Okay, so I'm sharing this with you for impartation. You'll, you go places I can't go. You have access into places I can never go. So here's what can happen. You go somewhere and you want to pray for somebody. You'll get this gentle, supernatural fragrance. And it's the Lord just like putting wind in your cell. Like, go for it. I'm with you. I'm with you. And when you catch those things, your faith just gets real, real strong. Gets real strong. Anytime I've ever gotten open uh, uh, over to the gift of the working of miracles, uh, the Holy Spirit helps because you just can't go there. You cannot go there on your own. Yeah. If you see a dead body and they want you to pray for the dead person, you know, naturally, 
You look at that, you're just like, I can't touch that. Not unless the faith of God comes on me. So to get into working of miracles, you have to have the gift of special faith also in operation. It's first, first Corinthians chapter 12, you know, all, all that good stuff in there. So you have to have special faith and working of miracles. But every time it's ever come on me, there is a fragrance that comes that, that causes my faith to like go through the roof. I'll pray for anything when that's on me. I'll always pray for anything. But I get crazy results when this one fragrance comes. It's like it's like a musk, like a real base, low, like um, like almost like a vibrating type fragrance will come in. Start it starts swirling around me, and when that comes on me, when I'm getting that, I can I can pray for any type of thing. I mean miracles. I, I'm not just talking about healing. I'm talking about miracles. People getting miracles. Hallelujah. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Can you say yes? The spirit of the fear of the Lord on Jesus, he's delighting in it. That word delight in the Hebrew means to smell by what you breathe in and out through your nose. Woo! Aren't you happy tonight? Amen. Let me show you one more verse. Uh, Psalm 45. Let's go to Psalm 45. Because this will continue to flow tonight. We're going to get into the healing here in just a little bit. But I want to share some things with you so that you... Uh, can cooperate with the Holy Spirit, lean into these moments when they are taking place. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We're heading over to Psalm 45. Glory to God. Sure, it's nice tonight to be in Kokomo. Praise the Lord. Okay, let's go to verse 6. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. Scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You, you love righteousness and hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. Okay, so this is a messianic psalm. We know it's referring to Jesus. Jesus has not yet come on the scene. It'll be hundreds of years later till he comes. But we know this is referring about him. The scepter of righteousness, the eternal reign. Uh, this, this chapter sets this up for the coming Messiah who we know is Jesus Christ. Now, verse 8. And referring to the Messiah, the Lord, verse 8. All your garments are scented. Do you see the word in your Bible? Uh, the two words are scented. Are they in italics? What does it mean if you see something in your Bible that's in italics? It means it's not there in the original language. The translators put that in there to try to help you grasp the context of what's right. being said. Sometimes it helps. Sometimes maybe it doesn't. I think this time it would have been better if they left it out. Because it's not in there in the original, okay? So if you want to read it accurately, you can read it like this. All your garments, myrrh, aloes, and cassia. In other words, the fragrance that's on the Lord is so strong, that is the clothing he's wearing. Now, he still wears a robe, okay? But it's like the fragrance is so thick and heavy, it's a garment on him. And it even, even tells you what some of the fragrances he has. Did you know that Napoleon, the army general, every single day wore one gallon of men's perfume? One gallon. One gallon. That's a lot. Pastor, I've seen yours in your office over there on the cell. Hallelujah. This guy wore a gallon. God bless the French. They can really put it on pit. They can make some perfumes that are almost, I'm telling you, it's like intoxicating. Woo! Praise the Lord. One of these uh, master French perfumers set out to create the most gorgeous fragrance ever created by man. 
And he, he said he did it, and he, he made it, and it went on to become a really, really good seller. But, you know, he kind of created it in the lab, and then he's kind of like removed from it because he created it, and he doesn't have to smell it anymore. But he said he got on an international flight, sat down in the business class, and a lady came on the plane, sat down next to him in business class, wearing the very perfume he created. And he said, dear God, I don't know how I'm going to take this for 12 hours. This is, this is like... I mean, I mean, it's so, it's so incredible. It makes your head spin almost. <laughs> and he said, he said, hey, what fragrance are you wearing? She said, this one. He said, well, I'm the one that created that. And she said, oh, I'm absolutely bananas about this, you know, and so. But anyhow, but nobody can do it like the Lord, though. And so he's wearing, it says here, myrrh, aloes, and cassia. Okay. Uh, all fragrance has prophetic meaning to it. Okay. So myrrh, myrrh is a very... Anytime you smell myrrh, you'll never forget it. It's uh, like almost like a burnt, woody, smoky type smell, a little bit nutty. But myrrh also represents deep cleansing. Yeah. Deep cleansing, okay? And so the way that you get the oil out of the myrrh tree, because uh, they still harvest it today, is you take a knife and you stab the tree over and over again, okay? And then the tree begins to bleed. And this resin begins to ooze out of the tree. When it oozes out and hardens, it forms perfect teardrop shapes. Okay, so the harvester that comes to collect it, they still collect it today in the in the Emirates and uh, then uh, Yemen and Oman. When the harvester comes to collect it, he has a basket and he gathers it. He's actually called the tear collector because they're called tears. They're called tears. So you'll always have burr in your life. It's inescapable. You'll always have uh, you, uh, you know challenges and trials and things like that. But that's part of the Lord. So the myrrh also represents the cleansing of the Lord. The cleansing of the Lord. Praise God. And some things you can't escape. There was one preacher who um, called by the Lord to teach on the area of biblical finances. And the Lord began the blessing. And the more he operated on the principles of God's word, the more God began the blessing. But, you know, not everybody thinks that's great. And so he began to get persecution. And he said one day he got hit with a wave of persecution. That was so, I mean, most of it was coming from the church, right? Not from unbelievers, but from the church. That's not right. You know, where, you know, God wants us to be poor and stuff like that. Well, he's teaching the opposite of that. According to the word, he's getting blessed. People are getting jealous and a wave of persecution hit him. And he said it was so severe. It made him cry. Can you believe that? Made a full grown man, 60 years old, cry. Hardened in the spirit, strong in the Lord, full of faith. Made him cry. Made him cry. But you know what? He said, I just cried and wept while I drove to the bank and made another deposit. <laughs> Praise the Lord, right? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You'll have some myrrh. It's okay. You, you'll get the good stuff too. Amen. Okay, so there's myrrh on the Lord. And we have aloes. This is not aloe vera. Have you ever like cracked open a little aloe vera leaf? Did you ever notice it has absolutely no smell? It's almost like a gel water, right? Like uh, so this is not aloe vera. This is what in that part of the world is known as an aloe that's called, we call it sandalwood. Sandalwood is a very masculine type scent. Anytime you smell sandalwood, which is the Middle Eastern aloe, healing. It always refers to divine healing. The healing power of God. Physical healing, healing for your soul. But usually it's referenced prophetically to physical healing of the body. Smells really good too. Also, sandalwood oil, highly, highly expensive. Just about, what, probably about 30 ounces? You know, three, three to $5,000. Wow. 
You know, somebody used to start a sandalwood farm, start growing these trees. My goodness, hallelujah. See, out in North Carolina, in some of the higher mountains, uh, you know, we, we have some higher mountains. Uh, we grow a lot of Christmas trees, and then we ship them all over the world. But I just thought, wow, somebody started growing these sandalwood trees. I mean, the, the demand is outrageous. In India, they, in China, they can't get enough of it. You'd make a lot of money, and they'd come get it, too. They'd pay high dollar for it, okay? And so then we move on also the cassia. Cassia is a different type of cinnamon. There's two types of cinnamon in the world, but cassia is like what we would call high-potency cinnamon. And uh, if you take normal cinnamon, it rolls up like a stick, and you put it in your hot chocolate, right? Cassia rolls up, but when it rolls up, it rolls up from both ends, and when it comes together, it looks like a mini scroll, okay? So the Jewish people have known about it for thousands of years. So this is a stronger type of cinnamon, also representing the cleansing power of God and the fire power of God. That's why this morning some people uh, were smelling cinnamon. That's also a type of uh, cassia. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, today. So all of these on the Lord, multi-layered fragrance, multi-layered fragrance, and it's representing something. I've had the Lord appear to me in visions before. If you have that, look for not only what he tells you, sometimes look at the way he's dressed. He doesn't always wear a white robe. <laughs> Did you know that? You can change your clothes when you get to heaven. You don't have to wear the same thing for the next, you know, 20 million years. <laughs> Some of you can relax. Hallelujah. You're going to have fun in heaven. Maybe you like blue. You can wear blue if you want to. I had a visitation from the Lord one time, um, uh, like a few weeks before Christmas. And when he came to me, he was actually holding a shepherd's rod, and he had shepherd's clothing on. He literally looked like he walked off the field like he had been taking care of sheep with, uh, with kind of worn clothes, shepherding clothes. And um, see, that's the pastor's job. The pastor is always around the sheep. Yeah. And the Lord was coming to me sharing a pastoral word of comfort because I had been ministering, and you know, some of the money I was trusting the Lord for just wasn't showing up. And I'm getting closer and closer to Christmas. And the Lord came to me and encouraged me and told me it was going to be a really good Christmas. And before I got the Christmas, a whole lot of extra provision just poured in. Wow. Seemed like it came in out of nowhere. Unexplainable. And it was a very, very nice Christmas. So it's the way he smells. Sometimes it's also the way he looks. He's trying to, he's trying to prophetically speak something to you by the garments he's wearing. Be ready also for angelic visitation. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Watch, watch also what they're wearing. They don't all wear the same clothes. Right. They all have different types of clothing dependent upon the rank and the order in which they are. And there's more categories than just messenger angels with Gabriel at the head and warring angels with Michael at the head. Would you agree? Yes. And they they have names. Just because Michael and Gabriel are the only two with the names mentioned doesn't mean that the billions of others don't have names. Right. Right. Hi, who are you? I don't know. God never gave me a name. Who are you? I don't know either. I don't, I don't have a name. They all have a name. Not that it's important to know that, but sometimes in visitation it is, and sometimes they'll tell you. Yeah. And other times I've asked. Why? Because inquiring minds want to know. Yeah. I mean, who, who am I talking to? Who are you? <laughs> right? Woo, glory to God. And there are some things, since I'm on this topic, if you ever have a vision from the Lord, a visitation from the Lord, and he shares something, but the Holy Spirit's putting something also in your heart to ask, 
if you don't ask him, he may not bring it up. I learned that many years back from listening to the prophet Kenneth Hagin, who would have visitations from the Lord. And maybe uh, there were times like Brother Hagin brought up a, something about his wife who was going to have an operation. And the Lord came and visited and actually talked about something else. And Brother Hagin pops that question in there and gets an answer. Why? Just because he asked. Mm. And I've had a few encounters with the Lord where he was getting ready to leave. And I said, Lord, can I talk to you about this? And he stopped and came back and talked to me about that certain thing. Woo! It's just like class. If, if you don't ask, you might not find out. Right. Mm. See, the, the ones that get the A, they want, they want to ask a lot of questions. Yeah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So angelic visitations can come suddenly, and you want to be open to that. And sometimes they wear a different type of clothing. I've seen them wear garments of red, garments of white. Uh, sometimes the healing one, the, the angels in the healing category who assist with the flow of the Lord's healing anointing, they, they have white with a red cross on, on their sleeves. But there's all types of different garments. Praise the Lord. The angels that work in the library room of heaven, they wear different types of clothing. Glory to God. Just like we do here on the earth. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So all these things, there's prophetic symbolism in so many different things. And here we see it. Even in the garments that the, through the fragrance that the Lord is wearing. So what we have here are myrrh, aloes, and cassia. We have cleansing, we have healing, and we have even deeper cleansing in the fire of God through the cassia. Can you say yes? Yes. Okay. Amen. So um, let's go to Mark chapter. Let's go to Mark chapter one, and I'm going to give you something that you can take home with you further uh, tonight to study to step into. I want these. Realities to be living and manifested in your life. They're going to. But this is a good way to not only to wake it up, but to just, just blow it wide open in the glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I have been graced by the Lord to have angelic visitations. The angel visitations started out when I got my first mantle. And the Lord told me who formerly wore the mantle. The person that had it before me had it 1,400 years ago. And it lay dormant for 1,400 years. How about that? The Lord gave it to me. The moment I got that mantle, within, within days, I was going into angelic visions. Okay. I researched the man, the prophet that the Lord told me that used to wear the mantle. I researched him in church history. He was known for having angelic visitations. Amen. And so that came right over on me. Came right over on me. Glory to God. Glory to God. I've also had the Lord come and appear to me at times and talk to me in visions. I'm talking about in visions. Praise the Lord. And then I've had other times that I kept leaning into these things where I would have those experiences, as Paul said, called up to the third heaven. Woo! How many of you like something like that to happen to you? I had an old spiritual mentor. He's in heaven now. He had an experience when he was in his 30s and he was caught up to heaven taken to the throne room of God and shown things that were so amazing about his future, all of it ended up being fulfilled. He started a Bible college, uh, did all of these wonderful things, wrote all these books. All of it was shown to him before it ever happened when he was in heaven. When he came back from that experience, he could not talk or eat for two weeks. Just He said, I, would, I couldn't function. I was, he, you know, he was up there for hours, and he, when his spirit, he, and he said, I don't even know, I could have even been in the body, because it was so real. I was walking down streets and stuff like that. Woo, hallelujah. Mm. Wow, fascinating. 
You know, one minister said that when he was given a tour of heaven, he was walking through a certain area of heaven. He saw all these mansions, amazing mansions, but he saw one. He said he saw one mansion that was mind-boggling. Even in heaven, this one stood out from the others. He said he saw some whoppers, but this one was just like, whoa, who in the world? And he asked, he asked the guy, he said, who in the world lives there? And, and the, the guide said, the woman, the widow that gave the two mites. Oh, wow. I used to be a chapter president in the Full Gospel Businessmen's Fellowship International. How many of you heard of that wonderful association? I used to be a chapter president in Irvine where the World Hurt headquarters was at. So I got all the best speakers. Anytime they bought in one of these multi-billionaire great speakers, well, my chapter's right there. I could, I could get, I didn't have to pay airfare or anything like that. So we got the best speakers all the time. But I had a really good treasurer. Uh, he was an old man at that point in my life. And uh, he's now in heaven also. But his wife was a prophetess. And um, it was actually his wife that gave the prophetic word to my spiritual father many years back that he was called into the ministry. He ends up in the ministry. She would give words to Demas Shakarian, and she was a very powerful woman of God. But um, we would talk about heavenly encounters. You know, after the, after the luncheon is over and all the businessmen go back to work, we'd sit there and keep talking about the glory realm and stuff like that. Because I'm like, what have you seen? What have you experienced? I want to know more. She told me about the time she met her father in heaven, who had already passed on. Isn't that going to be nice when you meet your loved ones? Yes. And she said, she said, Stephen, I was caught up to heaven, and one of the angels took me to my uh, father's house, and I could, I could meet my father. While on the way to where he lived at in heaven, I, I'm passing what we would call mansions. I, you know, whopper-type places where the saints are living at. And uh, she said, when I got to his house, um, he had like, we call it like a condo. And now it's nice. I mean, this is heaven, right? I mean, uh, uh, so it's amazing. But still, it's kind of like a condo, a heavenly condo. She said she was, you know, thrilled to see her father and uh, was allowed to talk with him a little bit, visit him. She said it made her heart so happy. There was a little family dog when she was a little girl. The little dog's in heaven. In that house. Mm. And if it helps you, I've, I've actually seen my dog in heaven who passed away years back. My dog's in heaven. Hallelujah. That, that takes a while to explain all of that theology-wise, but I think you can go there, right? We know there's horses at least in heaven because they're coming back, right? With the Lord right on one side. There's horses. There's probably... Okay. But it's got the whole enchilada. Including all the prototype dinosaurs that God originally made. They're in a different section. Okay, and they won't eat you if you go to visit them. Okay. <laughs> so I was talking with my my secretary's wife, and uh, I said, "So you went visit your father?" And I said, "How come he had a like a condo?" She said, "That's what I wanted to know." And she said, "Dad, um, this is a nice, lovely place you have here, but I I couldn't help but notice some of the mansions I walked by, and how come you have a condo?" He goes, "Oh," he said, "I never told you this." But he said, while I was on the earth, God called me into the ministry and I never obeyed him. And for years and years, he called me to leave my, my work, what I was doing, and come into the ministry. And he said, I never did it. And so I disobeyed him. And so because of that, that's why I'm in a condo. That's why I'm here. 
because I could not receive a full reward because I didn't obey the Lord while I was on the earth. Praise God. Tell the person next to you, I'm going to serve the Lord. <laughs> Tell the person on the other side, just say me too. Me too. Amen. That way, when you get to heaven, you get to heaven, you have a really, really nice place. Praise God. One minister said he went to heaven and saw, saw a mansion. One mansion that was made out of one solid pearl, carved out on the inside. He asked the angels, he said, who is that for? They said, for a missionary on the earth. She's about to die. Her name is Pearl. And when she, her life is over, she'll come here. This is her, this is her reward. Woo! The glory is just, I mean, we're talking off the chart type stuff. That's why the Apostle Paul said, inexpressible things. Some things you shouldn't even talk about because you can't even get it right, so don't even try to go there. You might just confuse people. It's just off the charts amazing. So you need to live all out now. Because when, when, when it's a wrap, you don't get to come back and do a second goal. Praise God. So you want to serve the Lord with all of your heart. Praise the Lord tonight. Well, did we make it over the mark, chapter 1? Yes, sir. Well, let's go down to a very interesting verse, verse 35. Now in the morning, and you'll have this opportunity tomorrow. Isn't that nice? You're just a few hours away. You're a few hours away. Pastor, will you open this for me? You're only a few hours away from stepping into something that can major transform your life. Praise God. Because morning's coming and it's not too far away. Look at this. Now in the morning having risen a long while before daylight. Now this is talking about Jesus. Okay. He got up a long while before daylight. What time does the sun come up tomorrow? Some of you could even check it on your phone. Seven o'clock. Okay. So he got up a long while before, let's say seven o'clock. What's a long while? Fifteen minutes? I don't think so. A long while. 25 minutes. A long while. I wouldn't be surprised he got up 3 o'clock in the morning. I wouldn't be surprised one bit. We don't get set times because God's not legalistic. God doesn't do that. And we each have our own style, our own system. But I'm just saying, he laid it down. I mean, he put the... He, this is where the rubber meets the road. He's up before the sun ever came up. Wow, isn't that amazing? Up early. A long while before daylight. How long was that? We don't know, but it's just a long while. I would suggest hours before the sun ever came up. This is what he's doing. He went out and departed to a solitary place. Why did he get up and go out? Because if you lay in the bed, you'll fall back to sleep. Lord, I'm going to lay. I'm going to lay down and pray. Lord, that way I'm comfortable. You'll, you'll, you'll fall back to sleep. So he got up. Now watch this. If you'll just get up, you just won 95% of the battle. You just get up to pray. The Holy Spirit will help you with the praying. If you just get up. Right. And there, here's, here's the grace of it. There have been times I had to go to bed late the night before. Maybe one in the morning. And the next thing you know, it's 5 o'clock or something like that. 4 o'clock. And your body says, no way. But if you'll just get up. You, you, you think, what's the use of getting up? I'm just going to fall asleep. If you just get up, this grace that you can't even explain comes on you. And you're like, why am I so awake when I had such little sleep? But you'll never know that if you don't get up. Amen. Yes. Should I be tired today? I only got three hours of sleep. Why am I feeling so good? You'll never know that if you don't get up. If you get up, he will supply the, the grace. Yes. Amen. Mm. 
Now, I don't encourage you to stay up at 1 o'clock just to see if that grace will work. You, you should try to discipline yourself, you know, because you, we have a part to do. But if it runs over and it's beyond your control, the Lord will help you. Okay, so uh, we have to get up. Say, I'll get up. I'll get up. Okay, he went out and departed to a solitary place. Why did he depart to a solitary place? I don't know, maybe Peter's story. You can't, I can't pray when I got all kinds of distractions. I have to find the quietest place in the house or the hotel or wherever it might be because if all kinds of pandemonium is going on, I can't focus. So he went to a solitary place. And you can have your solitary place. Maybe you leave the bedroom, maybe it's that, that, that recliner over there in, in the corner. Just don't put the recliner back, okay? Just, just sit up. You do need some comfort. But there's a part you don't want to get too comfortable. You see what I'm saying? Holy Spirit will help you find that place. And so it says there, there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. When they found him, now watch this. Watch this, this, is, this is what God told me is a promise. And it will work for you too. He said, uh, when they, they found him, they said to him, everyone is looking for you. Okay, so here, here's what I want to tell you. If you'll do this, they'll come looking for you too in your career field. Why? You have the answers. You got up and you've been praying for two hours before the sun ever came up. And when you walk into your job site, when you walk into your career field, there's something on you that the others don't have. Unless they did the same thing. Right. And then separation starts happening. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. The wisdom they walked in was ten times that. Of the others. And the others were the MIT, Yale, Harvard, Ivy League graduates. And these guys are walking in the wisdom, though. That's the wisdom that is above all. And they're, they're tapping into that. Okay, so the Lord told me that if I would do that, and if anybody else would follow that same principle, get up a long while before the sun ever comes up, then they'll come looking for you too. They will come looking for you too. And you'll have answers, anointing. There's, he'll just put it on you for whatever realm it is that you walk in. And they'll say, hey, you know, we can't, we can't solve this. Can you try it? And, you know, the next thing you know, you've been able to unravel it, untie it, solve it. And, you know, you're, you're a blessing wherever you go. And you'll always be in demand. Woo, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All the great saints walked in this. Every, every nation has their role models they, they look to. If you go to India, they highly esteem the great man of God, Sadhu, Sundar Singh. They called him the apostle of the bleeding feet. And he would cross the mountains barefoot and preach in unevangelized Tibet and Nepal back in the early 1900s, late 1800s. And just walk back and forth barefoot, tear his feet up, feet cut the pieces, uh, persecute it. They tied him up with a yak skin one time and it began to crush him and uh, they tried to kill him, tried to do all kinds of things. God would just deliver him over and over and over. But he had a very unusual prayer life. He'd get up early in the morning. One of the women who was a missionary who wrote his biography, I actually have one of the books, one of the original books. I think it's almost 100 years old. She said that her and another person, they watched him one night because this is what had happened. He's sleeping in a missionary outpost with other missionaries. But about 3 o'clock in the morning, they hear a creep going down the stairs. And they realize it's him. Where in the world is he going at 3.30 in the morning? 
and they watched because he would do this every night. They finally were like, we want to find out how is he walking in this anointing? How is he walking in this power? So without telling people, he gets up 3.30 in the morning and he goes outside. He goes outside and they watched him as he walked out across a large field, got to the edge of the forest and sat down by a big boulder and he just sits down and he begins to pray. And he begins to pray. Now that night there was a full moon out and they could see exactly where he was at and what's taking place. So he kept praying, prayed for an hour, prayed for like another 30 minutes. And then they, they could see, while he's lost in prayer, they could see movement in the jungle. And they saw coming out of the jungle, sticking his head out, this big leopard that everybody had been warned about by the community. And that leopard is coming up on him while he's in prayer. And he doesn't know it. He doesn't know it. And it's a full-grown male leopard, you know, like 200 pounds, getting closer and closer and closer to him. And, you know, the people that were watching, they said something. Probably an angel held them back. They didn't scream. They didn't say, look out. That he's way over there. They were just watching. And something just arrested them to be quiet and watch. And when that leopard got right up on him, he swings his hand over and puts it on the animal's head. And the animal comes over and flops and lays down in his lap. <laughs> and, stay there, and stays there in his lap for 30 minutes. And he pets it consoles it, comforts it, and then it gets up and goes back into the bushes. He finishes his prayer time, secretly comes back up the steps, lays back down on the mat. Sun comes up, and he gets up. He gets up. But see, he's already been up for hours. He's already full of faith, full of the anointing. He's already spent time with the Lord, and he's ready to go. He's ready to go. So they said, oh, so that's his secret. That's how he walks in this walk. Woo! And see, if you walk in that walk, they'll come looking for you. They will come looking for you. Even if God has you in a sense like hidden, they will find you. They will find you. Praise yeah. the Lord. Yeah. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. This is an opportunity that you have because morning is just a few hours away. Can you say yes? Yes. You know, uh, so months back, I put a challenge out over the internet. I laid it out before the church as many people around the world watch and follow. And I put it out there and I thought, I wonder how many people will actually tackle this. I said, okay, here's the challenge. Next 40 days, starting tomorrow, if you can get up every morning and give God a tithe of your time yeah. before the sun ever comes over the horizon, which is what? Two hours and 24 minutes. That's a tithe, right? we got 24 hours. You take a tithe. Two hours, 24 minutes. I said, if you can do that every day for 40 days straight and not miss one single day, I will give you a certificate, a very special diploma. I'll sign it. I'll, I'll speak a blessing over your life. And I put that out there. It was called the 40-day prayer challenge. Wow. But here's the catch I told him. If you miss one day, it's over. You, now, for your own personal life, you can, you can keep doing it for your... But I said, if you want the blessing and the certificate, then you've got to do it with no misses. Okay? So out of the whole planet, and, all, and the many that, that initially jumped on it, I think only eight people made it. Eight people made it. As far as I knew, eight people made it. And I you know, signed their certificates and called them and blessed them and mailed them out and, these are frameable, very, very beautiful. And, uh, and everybody that did it told me they had supernatural encounters. One lady who had been sick for years was healed one morning. The Lord just came in and healed her. 
She, she wasn't even looking for healing, just hanging out with the Lord. Lord, I'm here just to draw near, spending time with you. And the Lord came to help me, and everybody that did it and finished it had supernatural encounters. Okay? So, so just a few weeks back, I was buying a new vehicle. Okay? I went to a Ford dealer. I thought I'd get a new uh, Ford F-150. I know I'm in Chrysler country. You'll have to forgive me. GM country. You'll have to forgive me. Amen. Great vehicles as well. So I'm, I'm at the Ford dealership. The salesman I'm working with is ranked top 10 salesman in the nation of, of Ford sellers. So he's real good, real nice guy. But, you know, I, I don't really know him. He's like a car salesman. You know, I, I don't really know him or anything like that. So um, I go in there and we negotiate on a vehicle. We, we, get, the, we get the price right. And uh, I end up saying, okay, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'll sign on it, stuff like that. Well, the moment I told him I'd buy it, I guess he got real happy. He got real happy. He said, Pastor Stephen, he said, I'd like to share something with you. I said, what's that? He said, I've been watching you on the internet. I said, you have? Isn't that good to be nice to people? You just never know, right? It should be nice anyhow, right? But we, sometimes you never know. He said, I've been watching you on the internet. I said, that's, that's good. He said, you know that 40-day prayer challenge that you threw out? I said, yeah. He said, I did it. I said, you mean you actually got up 40 days straight, tied your prayer time? Every, he, I said, you, you actually did it? He said, yes. He said, I said, well, why didn't you tell me? He said, well, I didn't really know you or anything like that. I thought, well, he would never know if, even if I emailed. got too much going on. So, but I did it. And he said, he said, this is what I did. I got up every morning, and I had a, I had a checkoff list on a calendar. And every day I got up and got my tithe in before the sun ever came up, I put a black check mark. Okay, so he said, this is where it went. Day one, day two, day three. He keeps on going. And he said, until I got to day 19, and then I, see, he's a Baptist. Day 19, and then he put a red check mark. I said, why'd you put a red check mark on day 19? He goes, well, I got up, like, you know, because I'm, I'm trying to pray, seek the Lord. You know, Mark 135, and I'm, I'm doing what you taught. And I got up, and I'm praying, and this new language begins to come out of me. <laughs> I said, you got filled with the Holy Spirit? He goes, yes. I said, nobody laid hands on you? He said, nobody. I'm just up in the morning praying. In, in the dark. In the dark. In the dark. Starts speaking in tongues. So now he's, what, maybe a Baptocostal? I don't know what to call him. <laughs> on fire for God. Loves the Lord. And went the whole 40 days. Amen. And transformed your life. Praise God. Transform your life. These are things that you can come into. Now, I want to I just give you, I'm going to pray for you in just a moment. I want to give you a couple things to... Uh, to, to motivate you. Can I do that? Yes. To motivate you. I, I know anybody getting up at 3.30 or 4. This is, this is out of the ordinary, okay? We, we, we know that is. Um, the reason that you would do such a crazy thing like that is because if you will do that, the Lord comes with a different anointing. I remember one old great prophet said that he did that, and that anointing would come when he knew it. He couldn't for a while put his finger on what is this different anointing that happens when I get up at three and pray? And he finally realized what it was. Oh, it's a teaching anointing. I had the same thing happen to me. I caught the same revelation. The Lord comes and he will teach you. Yeah. He'll teach you. And he's a master teacher. Wow. Right? Why, why is it that if people apply for Harvard, the, the acceptance rate is um, you know, only like 6%. So for every person that gets in... 3,000 did not get in, okay, because you've only got so much room. Why are some places like that? Because it, those places, it's the caliber of teaching. So 
Of course, a lot of the teaching I don't agree with, you know, because it's, you know, it's uh, atheistic and humanistic. Uh, but sometimes you're required to go down a certain career path, and you might end up in a place like that. But they are known like that for their teaching. Okay, we were uh, visited Oxford last year in England. Uh, what 800-year-old university? Why is it ranked so high? The teachers. Okay, you go, you go there mainly for the teaching. So here's the thing: if you'll get up early with the Lord before the sun ever comes up, okay, that's because there's a different anointing before that happens, and sit there in the dark. He'll start teaching you. And it's the only classroom in the world, no other university does it, where all the teaching takes place in the dark. Where the light's out. You, sitting there in your, in your sofa, on your couch, cup of coffee, and just, okay, Lord, here I am. Begin to pray, begin to spend time with the Lord, and the Holy Spirit, He'll just come, start talking about all kinds of things. You'll pray for this, you'll pray for that. You, you know, after a while, you probably prayed for almost everything you could think of, right? Especially when you start tacking this on every day. But he'll start taking you in the areas. I mean, he'll, he'll, he'll talk to you about all kinds of stuff. It's amazing. It's amazing. So if, you will, if you'll do that, he'll start to teach you. Now, I want to show you just a couple of things he'll teach you. I, I, I want to give you some motivation. How about that? Yeah. Why should I get up so early? What kind of teaching is going on in these classroom sessions with the Holy Spirit? Here, here's just one example. Would you like to see it? Uh, go to Isaiah 48. It says, I am the Lord your God who teaches you to do what? Prophet. Do you need any teaching? Do you, have, do you need anybody to teach you how to be poor? If you want to be poor, do you need to enroll in a special seminar where you pay a whole bunch of money and you go there for maybe three days straight for eight hours a day and they say, now we're so glad you're here. We're going to teach all of you today how to be poor. Now this is the first thing you do. Quit your job. Second thing, never get out of bed. Third thing, this, that. You, you don't need, nobody needs teaching to be poor, right? But he'll teach you to do what? He'll teach you how to profit. He will literally teach you how to profit. Some of you need to get up early in the morning. Come on. You're supposed to be daddy big bucks, but you haven't get no teaching. Hallelujah. You get up, he'll start, he'll start teaching you all kinds of things about money. About, about putting your finances in order and biblical principles for money. See, anytime there's teaching, that means there's instruction. And in order to receive instruction, you must be what? You must be humble. Well, you ain't going to teach me nothing. Then you can't attend the classes. Amen. Right. Come on. And if you're not interested in it, he will not teach you. No, he still loves you. You can go to heaven. Okay, you can go to heaven. But if you're not, if you're not into submitting to his teaching... And knowing that he is the master teacher, then he, he won't waste his time. Right. But if you are hungry and you're like, God, teach me. Hallelujah. Take me into realms of glory. Uh, he'll, he'll teach you. Woo! He'll teach you. One on one. One on one. And here's something that might help you. While you're sitting there all by yourself, don't forget that around the planet, there's others that are doing it. I'm talking the hungry ones. They're up too. The ones that are walking with the Lord, the Enoch type people, they are up. And they are at it. They're there every single morning. Woo, thank you, Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. He'll teach you how to profit. And it says here that he will lead you by the way you should go. Yeah. He'll teach you how to profit. He'll lead you by the way that you should go. And the next thing you know, things are starting to get healed in your finances. You're starting to get over into the prosperity of God. Well, go to Isaiah chapter 50. Is this helping you tonight? Come on. Isaiah 50. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Woo! 
Some of you are going to have the opportunity tonight to enroll in the school of the Spirit. Yes. Amen. This goes way beyond gifts of the Spirit. This goes into all the, the mysteries of the Lord, okay, by getting up in those early morning hours. Now, verse 4, the Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. Um, please note that the name of the game here is consistency. Yes. Morning by morning. If you don't show up for classes, he cannot teach you. And if you show up only now, like now and then, you can't, you can't pass. Like you, you're required to be there the majority of the time. Woo, praise the Lord. So morning by morning denotes that we need to be there as consistent as possible. He awakens my ear to hear as to learn it. The Lord God has opened my ear and I was not rebellious. Now, this is another messianic prophecy talking about Jesus. Jesus had to have his ears opened. Mm. And if he did, because this is talking about him, you know that we do. Woo! Now, the word open there in the Hebrew means to dig out just like you would dig a well. You have to let the Holy Spirit dig beyond your soulish thought life, okay? Get, dig beyond thoughts that would be like, how can we say, soil and dirt? Dig down and start connecting with your spirit. Dig your ears out. Yes. And that's what happens in those early morning sessions. Your ears get dug out. Yes. That's literally what's going on. The Holy Spirit is excavating. You could actually translate that word excavate. He is excavating your ears to hear. Woo! See, then you get over to Deuteronomy 8.18. You shall remember, and remember, you have to remember, don't forget this, that I am the Lord your God who teaches yes. you to profit. You to profit. And he will teach, I'm telling you, there's a teaching anointing in the dark. Amen. Now, you can pray whatever you want. And I, I pray at different times also. But if you want to get into those teaching classes where there is a tangible teaching anointing, where he's teaching you, Mark 135. Mm -hmm. Get up before the sun. Ever comes up, get up early, praise God. Sometimes I get up real early. I'll put my prayer time in, lay back down for 40 minutes, and then get up ready to go. Praise God. We all have our own, our own little ways of doing this. Yes. But guess what? Morning is only a few hours away. Come on. You can enroll tonight to start tonight. classes tomorrow morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Woo. Wow. How about that? Because the angels are here tonight to get you enrolled. <laughs> and the teaching. The teaching. Mm. The teaching is deep and is the greatest teaching you could ever receive this side of heaven. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If you want to get into those classes, stand up. You're going to get registered right now. You want to get into these teaching classes. There's a lot of other things I could share of what the subject material is to motivate you. That's just one of them. Because there's quite a few of you. You have, you have destiny calling to walk in the prosperity of God. And you're called to be the head, not the tail. So you're called the rice to the top. And the way that you get there is through getting into those classes that the Holy Spirit teach you, equip you. Then they come looking for you because the anointing's on you. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Let me ask our keyboard 
uh, player to come up. Please. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Hallelujah. As the fragrances of the Lord are beginning to swirl, we thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Woo, thank you, Jesus. Now, just right now in your mind's eye, just prepare yourself for this. Just like you are going to start school tomorrow, you are going to start higher education tomorrow, and you realize the class started at that time, well, then you kind of want to get ready for it. When you go home tonight, get your chair ready in the living room. Okay. Have the coffee maker ready. I've always got my cake cup ready, the coffee cup ready. That way, all I do is hit the thing. It makes it for me. I can go sit down. I've, I can have all that pulled together in four minutes. Wake up, use the restroom, get the coffee, do this, go sit down, and it's you're in class. You're in class. It is not the time to check your emails. It is not the time to start texting. And it's not time to check news. By the way, it's the same news as the night before. Probably it's nothing changed. Don't even worry about it. Right. This is time to be in class. Hallelujah. God's going to take you to the top. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. God's going to teach you the prophet. God gives you the power to get wealth. He's going to teach you how to walk in that power. He's going to teach you about the anointing, how it works. He's going to teach you about his kingdom, his government. Yes, you will pray for many things, but you will also be taught many things. Praise God. Praise God. Now, if you want to enroll in these classes, semester. How about that? How about three months? A three-month semester starting tomorrow. Where you say, Lord, for the next 90 days I'm coming to class. Maybe difficult, but you're going to push into it. Praise God. Glory to the Lord. Glory to the Lord. 90 days just walking with the Lord. If you have a miss, there's grace. Just jump in the next day. Hallelujah. Or if you can make it up later that day, that's okay. But you don't want to get into the make-up area because you're, you're running behind. You always want to be ahead of the curve. You want to be ahead of the curve. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm telling you, you do this, you'll be ready for anything your day throws at you. And you're never caught off guard knowing not, not knowing how to respond because you were not spiritually ready. This way you're always ready for anything, just like the Lord was. Okay, you want to enroll, young, old, adult, children, raise your hands now. Raise your hands. The angels are recording. There are chronicling angels that record. These records go into the books of heaven. And it acknowledges you that you are being enrolled into the school of higher learning, the school of the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, the ministers that are in this house tonight, God's going to take your ministries to a new level. You're going to come into a new anointing. You're going to be able to answer dreams for people and prophetic riddles for people. You're going to be able to unlock mysteries and interpret things for people. Praise God. You're going to go into the glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
those that come into this, also the spirit of counsel is going to begin to come upon you. Yes. The spirit, that's one of the seven spirits of the Lord. That's the ability to counsel somebody just like what God would counsel them. Yes. You're going to be able to give them that same counsel just like God would. That's going to begin to come upon your life, okay? Okay, so lift your hands. Heavenly Father, you see every hand that's up. You see every heart that's open. And you see the fire. I ask that you now release the grace to begin, complete, and finish this 90-day semester of walking with you early in the morning. That before the sun is ever up, I pray that every person here at least get an hour in. For the Lord said, could you not tarry with me one hour? I ask that there be grace poured out that every person for the next 90 days can get an hour of prayer time in before the sun ever breaks over the horizon. Now, Father, we thank you for this grace. We thank you for this power. I thank you that there will also be some that will go further with this. Yes. But we thank you, Father God, for helping everybody to cross the finish line when the semester is completed. Thank you, Father God, for encounters, revelations, healings, miracles that will unfold in the name of Jesus. Say, Amen. 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 Tell the person next to you, welcome to class. See. Tell them I'll see you in class in the morning. By faith, I'll see you there. Woo! Go to class in the morning. Yes. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think we need to sing a song to the Lord. If the rest of the team wants to come up, the worship team, let's sing a song to the Lord. Because that anointing starting to come into the room. God's going to bless you tonight. We're going to pray for the sick. God's going to bless you. His glory is coming down. You're hungry. It's a Sunday night. God's going to touch you. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for this worship team, the giftings you've given them, the anointing. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Fathers, people are watching on the internet. Bless your people, O oh God. Thank you, Father God. Early morning anointing, strength and grace. Proper preparation, proper organization. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Mm, we thank you, Lord Jesus. As we sing this one song that the team's going to lead us into, I just want you to lift your hands, lift your heart to the Lord, really worship Him, because He's going to begin to come in with His glory. The fragrances will begin to move, and that healing anointing is going to come down. So let's give God our best worship. Praise you, Jesus.
into my heart. Wash all my sins away. Forgive me of all my sins. And I give my heart to you now. Save me, Lord Jesus. I give my life to you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. If you've done that to Jesus, it's now brought you into the family of God. We rejoice here in Indiana with you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you. Give God some praise. I mean, 
I think I did, but you know, I was young and I just knew now my life is right with God. Okay, but so you took it by faith, right? Without feelings, you just took it by faith. Okay, so the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the same way. If you will just receive it by faith when I pray for you in just a minute, Jesus will fill you. And maybe you'll feel something, maybe you won't. It doesn't matter, does it? You're just going to take it by faith. Is that right? Praise God. Before you got saved, if you had blue eyes, after you got saved, you still had blue eyes, right? What got saved? Your spirit did, not your body, okay? So this is, you're born again on the inside, and the Holy Spirit will fill you on the inside. Are you ready? Praise God. I'm just going to come right down this road, and I'm going to pray for you, okay? Watch this. It, does, it, it doesn't hurt at all. Isn't that nice? It's free, too. Isn't that good? Just lift your hands. You keep your eyes open. You close them, whatever you want. I'm just going to pray for you, okay? Okay? Lord Jesus, fill her with your spirit. Just take that. Just receive. You don't have to fill anything. Lord Jesus, fill her. The overflowing with your Holy Spirit. Fill her, Lord Jesus, with your Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Be filled, brother, with the Spirit of God. Thank you, Lord. Fill him, oh God, the overflowing. Fill him up. Overflowing. Thank you, Jesus. Fill up, my brother, oh God, the overflowing. Thank you, Lord. Lord, fill him up, the overflowing in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Do you need this too? Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Now say, I've received. Hallelujah. Wasn't that easy? Wasn't that easy? Seems like salvation. You be in a meeting, the preacher said, Call on the name of the Lord, you'll be saved. Jesus, forgive me of my sins. You call upon the name of the Lord. He saved you, right? It was just that easy. Okay, now watch this. Okay. Because you have now been filled with the Spirit, you can speak in tongues. Yes. Isn't that amazing? Okay. This is what I'm going to do. And we'll all do it together. How about that? I'm going to count to three. And when I get to three, all I want you to do is open your mouth and speak whatever the Holy Spirit gives you. That's all you have to do. Here's the thing. If you'll speak it, he will give you the utterance. That's all you have to do is speak it. When it first started coming out of me, when I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, it started coming out like this. Da, 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 la, da. And then it began to go a little bit more. La, da, sa. Then it kind of started to flow. But it started very, very simple. Okay? God chooses the foolish things to confound the so-called wisdom of the wise. Okay? So I'm going to count the three. And we, when we get to three, just speak out whatever he gives you. And I'll do it. We'll all do it together. But don't speak English, okay? Pastor Stephen, I know Spanish. Okay, don't speak Spanish. <laughs> just whatever comes out, just let it come out. Will you do that? Isn't that easy? Well, everybody do it with me, okay? And I'll, here's the thing also. Maybe there's a few that didn't quite come up. Maybe you didn't want to come up. If you're not filled, he'll fill you right there as you yeah. speak also. Come on. One, aren't you glad you're here tonight? <laughs> Two, you can close your eyes, keep open, whatever makes you happy, okay? Now when I say three, just speak it out. Are you ready? Three.
good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Can I watch this? Almost, almost every single one of you have it. There's just a couple. And this is what's happening. You're standing like this. But the Holy Spirit won't move your mouth. If you will just speak it, I promise he'll give you the utterance. But you have to open it. He won't do it for you. You have to open it, and if you speak it, it'll come out. It'll start coming out. Are you ready? We're already over 90%. Okay? One more time. We count to three. Loud and strong, okay? This time we'll go for 30 seconds. Can you do it? Yes. One. The glory's coming in. Hallelujah. Online also. You never had it. This is how you get it. Two. Loud and fast as you can. Ready? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Perfect. This is what I'll do because we have a we have a smaller group, so I have the, the ability to do this. I'm going to come to you, and I'll just briefly ask you, what do you need? Okay. Tell me what you need. If it's like 30 different things, just say, I need a total overall. Okay. I need the package deal. Okay. Uh, some people have those, those types of needs. But if it's mainly more like MS or cancer, or whatever, just tell me. We're going to go right after that, okay? We're going to attack it. Uh, the Lord appeared to me years back, and he taught me for 30 minutes about the, the anointing, how it works. And he said, tell the people I've given you a healing anointing. And ever since then, as I've prayed for people, we've seen, we've seen many, many healing deals, okay? So that anointing is always the Lord's power. He's doing the healing. I'm just like the vessel that he's working through. Praise God. 
So this is what we're going to do. When I put my hand on you, when I put my hand on you, that's your point of contact. Okay? When I touch you, that's when you take it. Okay? If there's a feeling, good. If not, it doesn't matter. Just take it by faith. That anointing will go in you. It'll go right into your body. And the symptoms will begin to evaporate. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord, the Lord told me in a vision one time. He said, you remember when you had strep throat? I said, yeah. And he said, you got a shot? I said, yeah. He said, how long till you were healed? I said, Lord, in 12 minutes, it was gone. He said, right. He said, the anointing is the same way. The moment you release it into their bodies, it starts working. But it can take it sometimes minutes before it starts to, like, kick in. Okay? Sometimes it can take a few hours. And I've had people also wake up the next morning completely healed. Just go home in faith. Yes. But I believe many of you are going to feel it as soon as it touches you tonight. God's power. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, Father, we just thank you. We just thank you for your grace, your anointing. These Lord are your people. And they need your touch. So, Lord, as I lay my hands on them, lay your hands over my hands. And let your power go into their bodies. And we thank you that the sickness and disease is going to be driven out in your name. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Now, as you stand there, just pray in the Spirit. I'm coming your way. The anointing is coming your way. Just pray in the Spirit. Praise your Lord. The muscles in my face are weak. Okay. And on this side. Just this side. What happened? Um, it was a spiritual attack. Bells parsley. Okay. You ready? Yes. So when, when I touch you, just take it by faith, okay? Just receive in the name of the Lord. Into those muscles to relax, the face to straighten up and line up properly. Thank you, Father God. Healing in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. What do you need? I Does it hurt? I imagine that would. Would you lift your hand? In the name of Jesus, I rebuke arthritis. Now, receive. Arthritis, loose her in the name of the Lord. And come out in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Begin to walk around and move things around. Begin to go move things around right now. Just walk around out there. Walk around the back of the sanctuary. What do you need, Pastor? Neck pain. I have extreme neck. Okay. What happened to your neck? Okay. Just lift your hands. So, Father, I just thank you. In the name of Jesus, healing anointing. Now, thank you, Father God, into that neck. I command that tightness to loosen in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Just begin to move it around, Pastor. There you go. What do you need? Thyroid. Okay. Fibromyalgia in my muscles. Okay. Pain. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Touch you. Now, thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I rebuke those conditions. Loose his body and begin to function and work properly. Thank you, Lord. God's touching you. Amen. What do you need? My thyroid. I have rods in my back and okay. I got fibromyalgia. Okay. Okay. Here it comes. Lord, touch your now. Thank you, Jesus. Healing. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I rebuke the fibromyalgia. Loose her body in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What do you need? Neuropathy pain. Okay. Uh, torn rotator cuff. My okay. shoulder. Which arthritis. one? Arthritis. Okay. Sure. Okay, here it comes. 
Lord, I just release your, your healing power now into that body. In Jesus' name. Healing in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Receive. Amen. Those of you that I'm praying for, just begin to move some things around that you couldn't before. Thank you, Lord. What do you need? Mental and physical healing. Okay. Lord, just touch your mind now and her body. Healing anointing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And God's going to take that poison out, the, uh, the venom out of your soul. Thank you for healing, oh God, giving you an antidote. Also, forgiveness and love. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. What do you need? Pains in this shoulder and my Okay. Yeah. Okay. Receive healing now. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Loosen up in the name of the Lord and all pain come out. Thank you. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Health and healing. What do you need? Right tendon. Uh, right tendon. Kiwi's tendon. Okay. And, and neck. Okay. Okay. Thank Lord, you. touch your... Thank you, Lord. Now, in Jesus' name, speak to the, to the tendon down there. Be healed in the name of the Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. What do you need? I believe I have a ruptured disc. Okay. And I kind of slipped through the system. Okay. All right. Here comes. Lord, touch your now. Receive healing power. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. It's working. Thank you, Lord. The fragrances are the fragrances are moving tonight. Hallelujah. What do you need? Heart and kidneys. Okay. Lord, touch him now. Receive. Thank you, Lord. Into that heart. Into the kidneys. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. What do you need? All right. Lord, touch her. Receive. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Healing in the body. Hallelujah. The Lord, I hear the Lord also saying, just let go of stress. Don't worry about anything. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. There, there goes all over you. Amen. What do you need? What do you need? What's wrong? I just got hurt. Okay. All right. Lord, heal that leg up, that knee up. Quickly, in the name of Jesus, anointing now. Flowing into your body. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. What do you need? Oh, okay. Lost some feeling, huh? All right. Lord, touch him now. Let all the feeling come back. In the name of Jesus. All nerve damage be healed in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Go walk around and move it around. Go walk around a little bit. Praise the Lord. What do you need? Finger. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, restore all that's been lost. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. What do you need? She has pastosis. She has what? What is that? It's from, from, bird, from birds and bats and stuff like that. Okay. All right. That's what she has. Okay. And we went to, we had x-rays done, and she still has it. Okay. And we're going to we're gonna go back again and see if it's even the medicine she's taking. Okay. See if it's healing. All right. Are you ready they to receive tonight? They said tonight? it's going to have it the rest of her What's life. What's your name? Reba? Yeah. Okay. Father, I just thank you for Reba. I release your anointing into her body now. 
thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord, cleanse all the blood. Thank you, Father God. I rebuke every disease that's come into this body, and I command it to loose her in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Touch, touch your own God. Thank you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. What do you I have, I have um, the lower back of my back. Okay. It's been hurt. I got hurt really bad. Okay. And now I have the heaviness in the middle of my back. It's been hurt me. And then I got the leg problems All right. and everything. Here comes. Lord, I just release your anointing now into this body. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your healing power. Thank you for your anointing going into that back and into the stomach and the legs. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Mm, amen. Praise God. Thank you, Father. What do you need? Okay. The after effects of chemotherapy. Okay. I believe God's going to heal you. Okay. Just lift your hands. Father, we just thank you. I release your healing power now into this body. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Healing into those areas. Thank you, Father. Full restoration in Jesus' name. Amen. Who's next? I think it was her. Can you, you come step forward? forward? Step forward. Amen. Come forward. I'll take you. What do you need? Okay. My lymphatic system, my immune system is not what it should be. Okay. Because my feet are swell and All right. my legs. Thank you, Father. I just released the healing power of the Lord now into this body. Thank you, Jesus. Receive. Thank you, Lord. I speak to the lymphatic areas. Be healed in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father God. All the swelling go down. In the name of Jesus. Every symptom, looser in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. What do you need? Just old age. Okay. Lord, I thank you for strength in this body and healing. Thank you, Father God. Bring back the sense of smell fully. Yes. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, fresh oil in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Amen. What do you need? Total, but mostly my back and my uh, reproductive system. Okay. God's going to touch you. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord. Receive. Thank you, Father God. Lord, put it all back together. Healing in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father God. Grace. Grace in the name of Jesus. You're going you're to lose weight. God's going to help you. It's just going to begin to come off. Hallelujah. Without the struggle. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for that impartation of grace. Thank you for healing. Healing in this body. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. What do you need? I have arthritis. Okay. And, and uh, my brother-in-law, could I get prayer for him? He's not here. What does he need? He has uh, lung problems okay. and heart problems. Okay. Thank you, Lord. I just rebuke the arthritis. Receive. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Touch the brother-in-law. Thank you, Father. Touch him tonight. Thank you, Father. I command this old arthritis to loose her in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Praise Thank you, Jesus. Father God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Just begin to move around. Those that have received some prayer, just remove, move around. Hallelujah. Go, go take a little walk throughout the church. Just smash it. He's got a splinter under his leg. Oh, wow. Lord, let that splinter come out supernaturally. Let it come out tonight while he sleeps. In Jesus' name, amen.
what you need? I have what you call leaky gut. And okay. It, and it just causes okay. every other symptom. Just okay. You ready for this to be over with? Yes, I Okay. Am. Here comes. Lord, touch your mouth. In the name of Jesus, fire God into the stomach. Lord, heal that stomach. Thank you, Father God. Heal the digestive system. Thank you, Father God, for your healing power now going into this body. Thank you, Father, in the name of the Lord. We command this to stop now in the name of Jesus. For full healing to come into the stomach. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Close it all up, Father God. No more leakage. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Amen. Praise the Lord. What do you need? Lord, touch her now. Thank you, Father God. Into the body, the healing anointing of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father God. I rebuke those diseases, those symptoms. Be healed in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Lord, I just rebuke the diabetes in Jesus' name. Loose her in the name of the Lord. Di oh, hallelujah, it's breaking. Loose her in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, just take it by faith. God bless you. What do you need? Arthritis and hypoglycemia and ringing in my ears. Okay. What's causing the ringing in the ears? Originally, it was medicine. Okay, just lift your hands. Lord, she needs that triple package deal. I just rebuke the arthritis. Now, loose her in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Balance everything in her body. I command the ringing in the ears to go in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Amen. You're next. He's going to touch you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Touch her now. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Make her life beautiful, O oh God. We thank you that it is, but it's going to get greater. Bring healing, O oh God, even to her soul. And touch her body. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. God's going to, God's going to also help you with your finances. So we thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. What do you need? Okay. Praise God. Are you wearing perfume? No, it's not lotion. I'm smelling. It's you something very, very beautiful coming off of you. See, you don't know your value. That God sees you as happy, and so you're very precious in His sight. So, Lord, I just rebuke depression. Wow, there's an amazing fragrance coming right yeah, in here. Right. This is, are you catching that too? I can't quite put my finger on what it is, but it's very beautiful. Lord, touch your now. <laughs> God's plan for you is too good to ever be depressed. I break it in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, so it's loosing and leaving. Now, thank you, Father God, for stability and strength that what was once unstable, she now becomes a leader. Take her into it, O oh God, by your grace yes. and your anointing. Thank you, Father God. 
She's listened to the lies of the enemy, but she's not going to anymore. And the enemy's power is broken. So uh, there's also deliverance going on right now. So Father, we just thank you and we give you praise in the name of Jesus. Bless her, O oh God, and let healing spring forth quickly in this body in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. What do you need? Um, I just had uh, back surgery recently, just the other day. Yeah. And I'm in a lot of pain in my back and my legs. And I have Thursday kidney disease, and I'm bipolar. Okay, lift your hands. <laughs> so, Lord, touch her now. Thank you. Healing anointing. Lord, thank you. I rebuke all of those diseases in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father God. Receive. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Take that. Take that by faith. Well, I have been to several different doctors, and I've got some kind of a black black that comes out of my skin okay. and, and off of my face, and they don't know what it is. Okay. And I know God that knows what it is, and I need a healing from that. And I've got dry eye syndrome that really bothers me, so I need okay. And I've got some back problems. Just lift your hands. Father, thank you. Touch her now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Rebuke those symptoms, those diseases. Loose her in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Who's next? Pastor, okay. What do you need? I'm pain coming on my shoulders, likely a rotator cuff. Okay. Both, but one, one more than the other. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Touch you. Now. Now, thank you, Lord, into these shoulders, rebuke that pain. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Father, bless his ministry. Yes, uh, bless, uh, bless his shoulders. The, the government was upon the shoulders of the Lord. So let a new weight, a good weight, come over his shoulders. A new strength, a new anointing. Jesus. Thank you, Father. Fresh anointing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. The glory is just on you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I have a very painful foot, and I'm also standing in the gap for my children who have health issues at this time. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, it was very hurt until we have. You two are together. Husband yeah, yeah, yes, wife. That's my, my wife. Mary broken or dislocated her, her, her toe on my couch. Here comes the anointing to receive. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Oh, Healing power. Yeah. Oh, Thank you, Jesus. Woo. Rapid recovery of that toe. Oh, yeah. Super fast recovery of that toe. I, I had a, I prayed for a lady. She kicked, she kicked the wall out of frustration. Broke, broke all the bones and it broke toes, broke everything. She got it all healed in one meeting when I prayed for her. So Father, we just thank you. Lord, we just give you various blessings, blessings, refreshing. Thank you, Lord, you're blessing their marriage. I thank you, you're blessing all that they put their hands to. Touch the children, Lord. She's standing in faith for the children. Yeah, Touch them. Jesus. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. What do you need? So for it to open back up would be a miracle, wouldn't it? Not just a healing, it'd be more of what we call a miracle, right? What yeah. you mean? Daniel. All right. Well, you know, you know the power of God. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. So by uh, this here. All right. 
So, Father, I just thank you for Daniel. Lord, he's coming into the fullness of his calling. Uh, you got a great future for his life. So, Lord, I just lay my hands on him. Receive. Thank you, Lord. And I command this ear. Lord, touch this ear now for your glory. Be healed and open in the name of the Lord. Be put back together in the name of Jesus now. All the parts come back and be made right now in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Go walk around a little bit. Go walk around and listen. Praise God. What do you need? Different mental illnesses. Okay. Mostly without concentration. Okay. All right. Lift your hands. God's going to help you. Thank you, Father God. That that which has eluded him is not going to elude him anymore. He's destined to rise up. He's been held down by certain struggles. I break those in the name of the Lord off of your life. Thank you, Father God. He's going to be punctual, so on time, so sharp, so dependable. He's coming into what you called him to do and to be. I just release that anointing. Thank you, Father. Healing power in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. What do you need? I need a new shoulder. Okay. Which one? Okay. Okay, here comes. Look. What else? My eyes. Okay. Lord, just touch that shoulder. Yes. Now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Strength. Strength in the name of the Lord. Touch those bones, oh God. Thank you. Touch these eyes. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. What do you need? Well, I need my lymphatic notes. I, I need a creative note. Okay. Just kind of an okay. overhaul. Lord, touch your now. Thank you, Jesus. Touch that lymphatic area. Yes. Healing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Full restoration. Yes. Thank yes. you, Father. In Jesus' name. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Those who have arthritis just keep moving things around. You need arthritis of the knees and the left shoulder. Okay. Lord, touch him now in Jesus' name. I rebuke arthritis. Loose him in the name of the Lord. Come out of this body completely in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. What do you mean? Touch her now in Jesus' name. Dissolve that, Father, now in Jesus' name. Healing coming on you now. Thank you, Father. Straighten feet out, legs out. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Healing anointing. I rebuke every disease in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Anointing's on you. Amen. What do you need? At night, my legs, they Lord, touch your heart now in Jesus' name. Touch the legs. Thank you, Lord. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. I rebuke the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. Looser in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father God. Healing and good sleep. And that leaves you in Jesus' name. Does the baby need prayer? Yeah, he's having issues using the bathroom. Okay. And like at night he won't sleep because of it, so. Okay. What do you need? My back. Okay, your back. Okay. 
Thank you, Father. Touch the baby in Jesus' name. Touch his, his organs. Let everything function and work the way it's supposed to. Healing in the name of the Lord. Now, this is going to be, this is going to be straightened out and healed. It won't be a problem. Thank you, Lord. Lord, touch your back in Jesus' name. Fire of God. Now into that back in Jesus' name. Amen. Receive. Go walk around and move around. Move your back around this stuff. Amen. What do you need? Lower back, um, my left leg and my foot. Okay. All right. Receive in the name of Jesus. Healing. Into the back. Thank you, Jesus. Healing anointing now in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Just went right down you. Take it. What do you need? For my stomach. What's wrong with you? I'm having horrible cramps that I can hardly stand up when I'm at work. Oh, wow. Mm. Okay. okay. Here comes the anointing. Receive in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name of the Lord. I rebuke this thing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Do you drink energy drinks, Red Bull? You do? Just don't ever drink them ever again. Don't ever drink any, anything like that. Um, monster drinks, don't ever drink them again. And you'll, you're not going to have any more problems. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. you okay all right receive healing into the vertebrae of the neck thank you father in the name of Jesus thank you Jesus I take that by faith go start moving your neck around what do you need okay Lord touch you now no more degeneration Lord let a regeneration begin in Jesus' name, no, Father, touch his body. Thank you, Father God. Are you you're a writer? Do you write? You're, you're a minister? Yes. You write? Have you written books or no. uh, you've got writing in you, okay? So you can't you can't be going anywhere yet. You got some writing to do. Okay. So Father, I thank you. I release the anointing. Let this be reversed. And let him be up. I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> Get stronger. You're gonna get stronger. Okay, yeah. God bless you. Yeah. Okay. Lift your hands, Alexa. Father, touch her now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I rebuke the pain in the name of the Lord and out of the back. Loose her in the name of the Lord. I thank you, Father God. Woo, thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. For more information about the ministry of Apostle Stephen Brooks, visit our website at stephenbrooks.org.